In the name of the warrior, I charge you to be brave. In the name of the father, I charge you to be just. In the name of the mother, I charge you to defend the innocent. Arise, Brienne of Tarth, a knight of the Seven Kingdoms. Yo, 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 what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode four of the Sticker Podcast. I'm Nikki. And I am Steven. And how you doing, babe? I'm fine. Doing good? Yes, it's a lovely day in Southern California. It's going to be 80 degrees today. Yes. Would you like your traffic report? (laughs) (laughs) All the freeways suck. (laughs) You know, we had, we celebrated Easter this last weekend and got a great workout in today. Mm -hmm. Thank God. Oh, I didn't gain any weight. Thank you, Jesus. Because I got to say, when it comes to holidays, my mama makes the best spread. Oh, yeah. I eat way too much every single time I ever am at my mama's house for a holiday. If you don't know, she's very Italian, very traditional. We had stuffed shells and they were bomb. And delicious. we got leftovers. Absolutely delicious. Not to mention all of the pasta she makes. Yes. Of course she had to make a ham. A ham with all the sides. <laughs> like it was like a three course meal. Yeah. It's it's always no, a very four course. Technically four. Appetizer, pasta, ham, dessert. It is always a very dangerous thing mm-hmm. if you don't pace yourself well at a holiday at my mom's house. You can tell the new people. You can tell. And after all these years, I still do not pace myself well. Oh, hell no. I see the bread. I see the pasta. I see the bruschetta. I see the meat. I just stuff it all in my face. I just eat. Yes. It's just pure chaos. Yes, and it's delicious. Ma, thank you. (laughs) Yeah, it is absolutely spectacular. Every single holiday. It is so much fun because, you know, eating with the ones that you love, it's great. Brings everybody together. Absolutely. So, episode two, Game of Thrones. Season eight. Season eight. Let's go. (laughs) So, you were a little underwhelmed. From the first one. With a lot of people. A lot of people agreed with that. And I and I totally see it. And I totally get it. As what, what, one of our friends said, I'm going to talk over you all day today. Then, yeah, go for it. Because the podcast is where I get to talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, shut up, Stephen. I was talking to my friend and they felt that it was rushed. And that is what I feel. That was That sums up my feeling. Maybe not so underwhelmed, but just rushed. Squeeze everything in. Hurry fast. Well, the John reveal about his family was a very big deal from the moment you realized that his dad was not Ned Stark. Yes, R plus L equals J. Yeah. I, yes. So <laughs> the idea that Sam kind of rushed in there was like, dude. This is it, man. Yeah, you're the you're the you're the heir to the seven kingdoms. You're not just the king of Winterfell. You're no. the So yeah, I I get everyone's thoughts on that. Fully understand. What were your kind of letting episode two digest a little bit? What were your overall thoughts on episode two? It was it was really good. I liked it. It was a roller coaster of emotion, and but it uh, I feel like also rushed. Really, I, I do feel like they squeeze in as much stuff as they possibly can in, and there's each scene isn't really extended. Maybe that's because these are shorter episodes and I'm waiting for the long ones. I don't know. I just wish that every episode was like two hours. (laughs) I mean, we're getting that starting next week because they're all 80 plus moving forward. Yeah, which I'm excited about because I just, I like, I like, you know, watching everything just completely unfold and it's just, I don't know. I want more. I just, I want everything. I really enjoyed it. Maybe that's because we binged them. I mean, that definitely has an effect, I think, um, just the way that we watched literally every episode of the show. Back to back to back to back to back, yeah. Yeah, it definitely has an impact on how we watch it now. I really like it. I like having the episodes digest, getting oh, the no. idea to, to feel what yeah. it's like. I would prefer this over having binged it. Because, yeah, I really, I get to watch every episode over again. Before, when we were binging it, I didn't want to be spoiled. So I didn't want to, like, previously on or in the next episode. Like, I didn't want to see any of that stuff. So I never got to rewatch an episode. I really, I really enjoyed this episode. It had all kinds of emotional moments. And they're just setting us up 
it's going to be really, really, really sad the next the next episode. four episodes. Yeah. Just the constant, the crypt is a safe place. All of these like, like more reunions, some goodbyes. Just, I got an overall feeling of just, I'm preparing for the worst. Oh, 100%. Hoping for the best, preparing for the worst, because this is going to be some shit. I did see one of the comments from last night's video, and it was uh, Stephen crushing Nikki's hopes oh, and I, dreams. We'll Every get, single time I get excited about something, Stephen's like, nope. <laughs> we'll get to those comments. Don't you worry. There, That one is clipped off. That okay. We could acknowledge it. All right. Well, let's get into the first topic. Which is Daenerys. There were two pretty key scenes with her in this episode. Mm-hmm. The first one being Sansa. Yes. Where it felt like things were moving in a good direction until Sansa was like, what so after? <laughs> what happens after we win all of this? Yeah. And then Daenerys like pulls her hand off. They were holding hands for a minute. I and was then like, she no, don't stop off. talking. Damn it. Get out of here. <laughs> and there's one thing that kind of jumped out at me, which kind of leads into the next kind of major part is you know Daenerys says now I'm half now I'm here half a world away fighting Jon's war alongside him tell me who manipulated whom she manipulated Jon no that no Jon is getting what he wants I feel she was like... able Jon Jon was able to flip the script on everyone and and rightfully so because this war is more important Currently, you got to take care of the dead if you can, because if you can't, nothing else matters. Okay, then I change my answer. To what? I didn't ask you. John manipulated. Well, no, but John manipulated Daenerys. But I feel like there's manipulation both ways. Of course, but it it leads into the next thing with the conversation with John, Mm -hmm. where she goes down in the crypt, and John is standing there in front of his mama, Mm -hmm. Lyanna, and you know Daenerys asks. Who is that? And then she was like, oh, my brother raped her. I thought he was a nice guy. And John's like, well, he actually was. He loved her. They actually got married. They actually had a child. That child was me. I am a Targaryen. And like her reaction immediately was just like. You're going to take my throne. Oh, shit. And, you know, I totally understand her immediate reaction being a little kind of thrown off by it. Mm Mm-hmm. But at what point in this journey has John, and again, it could be a bigger grand scheme in her brain, you never know. Yeah. But at what point has John ever proven to not be an honest, upfront, kind of like honorable person for her to not trust him? Yeah. Well, I mean, in the words of, uh, I think it was Polly Shore in Biodome. <laughs> oh, geez. John's thinking locally. She's thinking globally. <laughs> mm. You like those movie references? I do. I think they're always a lot of fun. I enjoy them. Um, but that's why I clipped that one quote. Because initially, like a lot of the comments were defending her and I totally get it. I have I have a comment on that as well. Um, and the idea that her immediate focus went to the throne, which again, I'm tired of all these folks worrying about the throne and who's going to be king. Like, let's get through this shit first. Right. Let's get through this battle. Priorities. These fucking White Walkers are at your front door now. Legit. We don't need to worry about who's going to be sitting on the throne. But granted, it's been Daenerys' entire life goal. I get it. And the idea that she immediately went to, oh, this is a secret that your best friend and your brother knew? Yes, and that it was going to be what my comment was about. And thank you to somebody in the comments as well. Because, and again, I appreciate these comments because you get me thinking about stuff that I didn't think about. Right. You know, I, it didn't even cross my mind. That she's talking about, oh, well, you heard this from Bran and your best friend, meaning like, oh, they're trying to undermine me by telling you these things. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. And it goes right into the quote that she said to Sansa, like who manipulated whom? So now she's got an immediately thing like she's got, it's already planted in her head because she said it. Like the idea that someone might be manipulating her, taking advantage of her, 
using her armies, using her dragons to get what they want. And then, like, she even said it during, like, it was another one of, like, she's got this whole betrayal thing, like, in her brain. Mm -hmm. Because she even said that about Tyrion. Like, oh, your brother's here. Of course your little brother's going to side with you Mm -hmm. up until the moment that he slices my throat. Yep. Like, so she's clearly got, she is very defensive and I mean, I, I think she I should be. I understood about the Tyrion stuff. I understood. Are you? Are you a? Did they fool you? Right. Or or am I the fool? Are you the fool? Are you the traitor? I forget the how she said it, but you get the gist. You're either a traitor or you're too stupid to see what would happen. You're, basically, you're, yeah, you're, you're a fool. fool. Yeah. But I understand her idea of being defensive because she is in a foreign land. She's Correct. never been there before. Correct. Clearly, the people of the North are very put off by her and her whole company, mm-hmm. like all of them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I totally see both sides of it because obviously she's got a goal. She's kind of had to put that goal kind of to the side for this other thing where she's like, who manipulated who? Like, I'm here fighting John's war now. Oh, and you're a Targaryen and you're the last male Targaryen, which makes you technically the heir of the throne. Yeah, this just flipped her whole world upside Completely. down. Completely. So I see, to- I totally see both sides of it. And again, I don't know how this all works. I, we haven't got to see this play out on the show yet. But can John just be like, I don't want this. She could rule. Mm-hmm. Or could the mob be like, no, you're the true heir. You're, you're the guy. But nobody's told anybody else. I mean, it's starting to spread. I mean, Brandon knows and or Bran or Three-Eyed Raven, whatever you want to call him. Sam knows. Third Eye Blind. <laughs> like Daenerys now knows. Jon knows. Yeah. So it's starting to spread. But again, the, the dra- White Walkers just showed up. The dragons now. <laughs> I don't know how much time there is going to be for conversation. Right. Like there might be like five people left and be like, hey, by the way, uh, she was... The queen, but I am now a Targaryen. Uh, how should we handle this? So, but she's older. Like she should, she should be able to. You know, that's just not what the tradition says. I understand, you know? and I get so, that. I get it. I'm just talking. It's a very interesting, very interesting dynamic, and I'm very, very curious to see how it all plays out because it is touchy. She does have a history. It is in her blood mm-hmm. to be violent, correct, and to kind of use fire. To hurt people. Yes, she's <laughs> she's aggressive. She doesn't. I mean, she's very doesn't think things through. I think all the way sometimes. I mean, Tyrion sometimes helps her with that, but like, you know, bend the knee or I'm gonna fucking burn you. <laughs> <laughs> Which is very dangerous. Um, so that whole situation, very very interested to see how it all plays out. Um, because again, it's really not a. It really shouldn't be a priority right now. Right. It, the priority is the Night King and the the dead that just showed up to Winterfell. Correct. Ready to fight. Yes, sir. So topic two, probably the moment oh. of the show yeah. to this point, potentially. You could debate it. I, I don't think there's a ton of debate, but Brienne getting knighted. That was so, so awesome. awesome. Yeah. And we'll talk about Jamie in a minute, which... Yeah, it's my other. <laughs> Which kind of jumps into like that whole situation. I got a, I got a couple bad comments towards me. Like, how dare you? Uh oh. Um, but just the overall idea that you know Brienne has been on a pretty wild journey herself. She's been through a lot. Yes, she has. And just the conversation with her and Tormund being like, uh, women can't be knighted. Like, this is tradition. He's like, fuck tradition. And then yeah, like, I if Tormund. I was a king. He's he's next. He, he's the next topic. Um, but the fact that Jamie's like, uh, you don't need to be a king to knight someone. Correct. Night to night, we could do this. And it was just such a great moment. Let's do this tonight. Yeah. Uh-huh. And just... I get it. <laughs> just the idea that all of this stuff is happening. You know, that's another one of those good moments. Right. That... You know, the calm before the storm, the calm before the horrific actions of what might be taking place. But I felt like Brienne is such a great character. I love her so much. I'm so happy that she got that moment. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. 
correct. Well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, you are correct. She's the best. Yes, she deserves that moment. She deserves every moment. She's great. And, and just her her and Tormund oh. might like the comedic moments between the two of them. It, it's like I kind of want her to so just great. throw him a bone so he can just shut up. <laughs> well, I think it's too late now because they got to go line up and go fight. Yeah. Um. But just like even she got a little uncomfortable. She's yeah. like, "Oh, I'm happy you're here. I mean, happy fighting here with us." And she's yeah. like, "Ah, no, I didn't want to lead you on." Yeah. <laughs> such a great, like the. It is great when you have such a high drama situation, right? And you have that comedic relief. Yes, because that's how I felt about the whole episode. It's like I'm laughing, no, I'm crying. No, I'm laughing, yeah. no, I'm crying. It, it's it just gives it that extra dimension that just makes it that good. Because anything that's great, like you look at the Avengers, mm-hmm. for example, there is some really high high drama, really intense emotional shit, but they always manage to throw a little joke in there, mm-hmm. which lands every single time and it works great. And Tormund has been that. Yes. He, he, his comedic little one-liners... Just love like, it. I've always had blue eyes. Yeah, like that was great from episode one. And then his whole story about the giant thing, which oh I apologize God. to everyone. It didn't make it into the reaction just because it was a long story, very limited on time in terms of what we're allowed to use for fair use. It just, it was a really great, hilarious moment. It just didn't drive the story a whole lot. So I had, I, I kind of made an executive decision to cut it out. Yes. But it really was hilarious. He's like, I killed a giant when I was a little and 10, 10, and, 10 and, and then I, I went with this wife. woman and then she suckled <laughs> me at the teat for three months. Like, ew, dude, you're gross. <laughs> and then he went on to chug the giant horn of milk. Oh my God. Like, it was so like, it was cringy that said, part. I was like, dude, ew, gross. You made the comment that it sounded like he was drinking out of a toilet. It did. <laughs> it's just so gross. It just sounded like a dog drinking out of a toilet. It had that echo and like the... <laughs> so nasty he's like but that's why i'm so strong giant's milk it's like dude dude you you are a special special individual yeah like he's funny he's awkward and the fucker could fight yeah like he is absolutely great can you imagine those brienne and tormund babies they would be monsters they would they would mess some shit up little redheads for sure (laughs) little ginger babies yeah but they would be dangerous. Yes, they would. They might be the best fighter in all of the land. A wildling and a knight. Dope. Bri- Brianna's dope. Love her she so really much. is dope. Yes. Redemption stories. Yes. We got two. There are two really amazing redemption stories playing out kind of simultaneously. We kind of touched on it real quick with Jamie. Hmm. But this dude, I love his story. He is like I referenced. I went on a really cool kind of wrestling rant about him early in our reactions, and it's just one of those things where early on you despise this guy. Yes, he was a huge douchebag. Oh my like, god! Total arrogant prick. Like, like I could beat up anybody. I'm the best looking dude around. Like he just he just walked around like yeah. his shit didn't stink. Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's like, oh, you fancy though. And then he got captured. Mm-hmm. And then he defended Brienne. Mm-hmm. And then he got his hand cut off. Yep. And everything from that moment on completely changed. And when he's with Brienne, he is such a great character. Well, his whole talk in the baths. That was like, one of the best scenes of the whole show. Yeah. I mean, he laid it all out. It was just like, oh, I get it. Yeah. And, but he still... Like he still managed to kind of like become like that 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 switch got flipped. He would go back to being that arrogant asshole when he was because around Cersei. Cersei, and it was just like she's a cancer. She's she's a toxic character as amazing, amazing bad guy. She is so great, but she was a bad influence on Jamie. Yes, very bad influence. And well, they just I mean like as soon as he got back home with one hand, everybody shit talked him. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, look, your story isn't finished because you haven't done anything great. Like, yeah. you're a dick, Joffrey. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was that was messed up. But it was great at the end of last season that he finally made the decision to walk away from her. Mm-hmm. And I think his redemption arc, like, he is, he is a baby face all the way now. Unless there's some dirty, dirty little plan that's kind of set up that we all don't know about between him, Tyrion, and Cersei. 
to forever oh, to yeah. forever keep that Lannister line kind of strong. That I mean, I mentioned in the reaction, like I'm not sure where to place him in my head, like compartmentalize him, because okay, yeah, he's on the good guy team now, but he's done so much horrible shit. But he's on the good guy team now, and it's like you know, I understand why everybody hates his guts, mm-hmm. and it's like. Oh shit! Like you have to be understanding, but also root for him. It's it was it's tough for me, but yes, I do like him as a character. He is excellent. Like I can't wait to see what he does. I is there that fight under Brienne? That was yeah. so awesome. Like the moment, the moment with the knighting, and then him basically being like, "I'm not the fighter I once was. Would you have me?" Mm-hmm. And like both those moments were spectacular. But like it's always. I don't think that this is going to happen, but it's always kind of in the back of my mind if he's ever going to go back to Cersei because of that. Just they're twins; they've got that right. special connection. They're they're blood. They're lovers. They're <laughs> they've got all this stuff going on. Or has Jamie finally completely realized who she is, what she is, and made the decision to not ever go back to her? Do you think that Bronn? Is going to kill him. That's a because really. Because he's getting all soft and he's getting all sentimental and all nice and stuff. And now Bronn's going to come in there and be like, pink. That's a, that's a really, really good kind of question. Because where is Bronn's loyalty right now? Right. He is loyal to whoever could pay him the most money. Correct. And Tyrion has always been on, on record saying, whatever anyone else is paying you, I will double it. Mm-hmm. But when when Braun and Kyburn were having that conversation, right. he was like, "There's a load of stuff right outside waiting Just for, for you. you." Yeah. So like the fact that Cersei might have already kind of like sealed that deal. Okay, but like, I so he know. already has the money. Does he then have to go through with it? And who's going to come after him if he doesn't? Yeah. Again, it's one of those situations where does it even matter at this point? Is there are these people going to be around? To either see consequences if they don't follow through or if they even make it through these things. Like, right. It is a that's, very... That's where my head's at. Yeah. And Bronze is a sellsword. He is a hired gun all the time. That's that's his primary job. And he was promised a castle and a wife. He got it. And then, you know, Jamie kind of removed it from him. and He needed them to save his daughter. Yeah. So it, it's one of those things where I don't... Again, I think I said this when we talked about it last time. I don't want to do any disservice to Braun the character because again, he's a really great character and he's super like he's proven to be loyal to Jamie and to Tyrion. And now he's been hired by the sister to kill both of them. Mm-hmm. And he's like this fucking family. I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, so, true though. This fucking family is yeah, outrageous. They are. And and it's it's just one of those things where it's something I'm really torn on because I feel like if Tyrion can't provide or Jamie provide the double to match whatever Cersei's paying him, then he's going to follow through. That's a question. Where's Tyrion going to get this money, yo? Exactly. I, I don't know. I don't know if he could pull that off. And again, I don't know if it's going to come down to it. I don't know if Bronn's going to make it there to kill them. Or if the battle's going to be going and he shows up, he's like, fuck this shit, I'm leaving. Right, <laughs> like, I'm out. <laughs> I don't really know. It, he doesn't have dragon battle, and he doesn't have Valyrian steel. The battle is starting next episode. Where is like we didn't see Bronn in all this episode, so we don't know where he is in terms of the geography of his travels. Right. So very interesting thing. Do I ultimately do I think he does it? If push comes to shove and he has the opportunity, I think he would. I think so. But I think he's got too much of a, like a relationship with. Jamie and yeah. Tyrion. I mean, it's very How possible. How can you just be like, yeah, I'm going to kill you now. I don't know. I feel like he's going to try he's to. Rich. He's going to like go up to do it and then he's going to be like, nah. I, I, that Kyburn conversation was very interesting because he was like, like look what he, she's done for me. What would he do for the person who murdered his two tre- her two treasonous brothers? Like, that might have clicked something in his brain. Mm. I don't know. Again, I love the character. I don't want to do any disservice to him as a person. But again, it goes back to what he is. He's a sellsword. So right, right, who right. knows? Theon. Oh, 
It was so good. That actually made me cry back. Like the tears actually fell down. One of the last things I expected going into this season was that the two most emotional scenes were going to be Theon's. Right? Oh my God. Like you just want to like hold him and like. <laughs> like he has turned into such an honorable, like good dude. He just needed to be, you know, completely broken. And stripped of everything that matters. <laughs> yeah, because him saving Yara in episode one and then have them having the conversation being like, oh, you want to go back to Winterfell? Okay, that makes sense. He he wants to go live and, and serve and fight and defend the Starks. This episode, him and Sansa, that reunion was well, just had Theon, all the feels. Theon saved her. Oh, my God. It was just one of those it moments. Jumps together. It was a spectacular moment. And just the fact that he volunteered to go kind of watch Bran and, and protect him because of the, like, we'll talk about the plan that they have for the Night King. But, like, he's volunteering. He's like, I took this castle from you. Let me defend it for you. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you are amazing. I mean, I still remember the bad shit that he's done. Of course. Those two farmer boys, they didn't deserve that. I mean, but I'm just, you know, I I think he's kind of, you know, can be forgiven for that now. Yeah, his redemption arc is complete, I feel like. Mm -hmm. And I think his story ends in the next episode. Ah, shit. I mean, because everybody that they have, like, heartfelt moments with just kind of end up dying. Yeah, it's going to be rough. It's going to be real rough. But just... Between him and Jamie and their just storylines and their arcs and their their road to redemption, it's been spectacular to watch because the storytelling for both of them has been so good. Right. And I love a good story. Yes, you do. I love it. And you tell it so well through editing. <laughs> I try my best. Yes. But I, I'm just really happy. Like Theon and Sansa were sharing a moment. I don't know if they'll have a moment to share with each other. Um, um, how? You know, other ways. There's other ways. I mean, you know, Masande and Grey Worm clearly had a moment. Oh, so true. who knows? Who knows what they're capable of? But We're not going to get into that on this episode. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're rated but, R, but we're not rated X. <laughs> but which, if you had to pick which redemption story you've enjoyed more, oh, which God. one is it? Theon. Yeah. I mean, right now, I'm going to say Theon. You know. I have every right to change my mind. So, you know, next week it's going to be Jamie, I'm sure. I, I think right now I'm going to pick Jamie. Just because I feel like I despised him more. Mm -hmm. Like, I just didn't like him more. Like, but then again, the stuff that, that you Theon You both feel did, bad for them. Right. With, Multiple with, reasons why you just you just feel bad for them. And then it's like, oh, you're fucking dick. And then now it's like, oh, I'm so, oh, you're poor baby. And now it's like, you're such a jerk. I think a lot. I think a lot of my picking Jamie's story over Theon's is just the relationship with Brienne. Yeah, I get it. Like the whole Oathkeeper moment was amazing. Let me go get like, my sword. <laughs> yeah, like, and then this episode with the knighting and like just all that stuff coming kind of full circle is just. Yeah, I think I picked Jamie right now. Do you think Cersei could ever be redeemed if she comes through with the Golden Company? <sighs> I'm on record saying that I believe almost every character is redeemable. If she's like, oh shit, I'm going to bring the golden company. But I think she's going to, if she ever does that, it's only for her advantage. I don't. She's going to be like, oops, we accidentally killed Daenerys and John. Yeah. I'm going to put her on the list of people that I don't believe at this point. If we had more show, yeah. I would say maybe. Yeah. But we really only have four episodes left. Which and, makes me sad. And she's done a lot of vile shit. And she is clearly like the best bad guy. She is her father's daughter. So I don't know. I would say it would take a lot. Yeah. It would take a whole lot. I mean, I don't like her. So I don't really care. Yeah. So I would say as, as of right now, I would say no, she's she not. She can fall off a cliff for all I care. <laughs> Just saying. She can go through the moon door. Oh, man. Um, I want to see body parts flying in. Yeah, you know, that would be a lot of fun. I mean, she needs, as epic of a bad guy as she is, she needs that epic death. I mean, minus the pregnancy. Don't hurt the baby. I'm just well, saying. The baby might be hurt. Kills her. As it is. 
Because she's not supposed to have another baby, so. At her advanced age. Well, just the prophecy says that it's her three kids have happened and yeah. she's already followed through and they've died. So, yep. so who knows? Um, there were, as I kind of mentioned off the top, my takeaway, there were way too many great moments in this episode. Mm-hmm. Just immediately in a show like this, I can't but think of the bad that's going to happen. But the, the, <laughs> the, main, the main happy moments that I jotted down here, and I want your take on all three of them. Okay. So Ed and Tormen reuniting with John. Like, yes. that was great. Oh, I love it. And, like, Tormund just kind of came out of nowhere and just, like, buried. Like, he kind of, he made you jump, I know. He, just, he came yeah. right into the scene, and I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, you jumped. Um, but Ed and even Sam, like, all of them standing on the wall together, and he's like, our watch has begun. And he's yeah. like, Sam, you need to go into the crypt. And he's, like, hitting Sam with all these nicknames, like, Sam World Tarly, Killer of White Walkers. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. He's and Sam's like, I killed, I killed Thens. He's like, a Then. Then. Just one. Yes. <laughs> um. So like, that was a really great moment. That dude's not making it out of this either. Ed's gonna die as well. I'm Stop. just saying it. See, there you go, crushing my hopes and dreams. Yeah, it's what I do. Where's I, the Where's the Deadpool? I'm a realist. I'm a realist. I know you are. Um, but like those moments were great because. You know, Sam was like, oh, to remember, like, they all started, like, their journey started together. Yeah. And they were like, oh, Pip, and, you know, oh. that was, the, like, no, that I was, talk about it. that was a sad, but, like, heartfelt, like, great moment right before they're all about to go into battle. Davos and the little girl. I know. Tila. Tila? Was that her name? Mm-hmm. I wrote it down. The, you know, the getting the whole, and apparently Shireen's music was playing. During yeah, that I scene. didn't want to talk about it. I felt bad. Like, yeah, but like her little face and how she wants to participate. And I, oh, baby. Yeah. And like, you could just see it in Davos's face. He was like, and then Gilly came over like a mama. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God. Yeah. That was great. And I just, held it in real good for that one. You guys, you don't even know. That little girl's like, my brothers were fighters. I want to fight. And then Gilly's like, oh, well, good. Cause you're going to protect us down in the crypt. Like, she's good. The safest place there is. No. Not. Not. And then the third great moment that I jotted down was Grey Worm and Masande and his, basically, he vowed to protect her when this war was all over. And they're going to go to Tanakh. And be on the beach. One of them is dying. Stop. Ruin everything. I mean, that was one of those. It was another one of those great moments where it's like, oh shit, Grey Worm is taking the army out front. Like you're never gonna see each other ever again. Yeah. Like you're not gonna be able to fulfill that vow of protecting her. But like my immediate thought was like, isn't Daenerys gonna need the Unsullied when she's queen if she's sitting on the Iron Throne? Yeah, she's gonna need the Unsullied. She he doesn't necessarily think he's gonna. She's gonna need him. But he said that his people, so he's going to take the army with him, um, is what I, is what I implied. Okay. Well, I mean, once she take what I mean, once Daenerys potentially, once Daenerys takes over like King's Landing, then she's going to have the Golden Company, right? Mm, depends on who hires them. Oh, that's true. Well, if they all get if they're if Jamie or if Cersei's taking them into battle against them at some point and they get slaughtered, like what? Yeah, there's like, going to be nothing left. What is? I mean, because like otherwise, All there's has no. To do is fly dragons and burn them. Right, there's no other army, right? That's it. Yeah, I'm sure you guys are gonna like you know correct me. I mean, the Lannister army's still out there. The Iron Fleet is still out there, but um, they're not the Unsullied, the Dothraki. They're all. Not, I mean, some of those fools are not going to bend the knee. They're going to end up burnt. I mean, she's if again if they make it. Right. That's always the big thing. Is if. But Whatever would, happens afterwards. I would imagine the Dothraki are going to stay with Daenerys yeah, all, all the way to the yes, end. Yes, that's 100%. So, I mean, that's a given. I mean, does she really need anything else but the Dothraki? Those, I mean, is anyone going to fuck with her if she's still got dragons and Dothraki? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. That, that's a great combo. Dragons and Dothraki. Mm-hmm. No one's going to mess with her. I feel like it just goes hand in hand. Yeah. <laughs> so some other major takeaways from the episode that kind of didn't fit into any of these categories. Ghost! 
I know, but that was so just... What was that? Just sitting there on the side, like what? Looking all small and shit too. I know, you look teeny tiny. Like, they they must have really blown their CGI budget on episode one with all that dragon stuff. Yeah. Because like, Ghost didn't even, like, I it almost felt like a moment where people were outraged after episode one, and they were like, wait... Get Ghost in there. Put him in. And they edited him yeah. in. Because nobody <laughs> mentioned him. Nobody looked at him. Nobody touched him. Nothing. That He was just there. That is a giant swing and a miss. Yeah. That we didn't get a giant ghost he's charging the, he's John. The, I mean, minus Numeria. He's the only other dire wolf. Come on, man. But just the idea that we didn't get that moment. Because we got it once. And it was amazing. Yeah. Like, the fact that Ghost didn't tackle John... Like, oh my god, you're home! Like, I feel like we were 100% robbed of what could have been an absolutely epic moment. Because you've seen all those videos online, I'm sure. That stuff goes viral of, like, the person coming back home from war and the animals there and they just fucking lose their mind. Oh, I lose my mind with crying. I cry every single time. That's what I'm saying. I'm watching those things. That could have been such a great moment, Ghost and John. everybody right in the heart. Yes, Shut up. I hate you. Sorry, that's why I whispered. Did you hear me? Yes. Oh, sorry. Tried to whisper it. Mm, yeah. You're a dork. He's gonna die. You're a giant dork. So yeah, that was... Who's with me? That was kind of... If I had any disappointments from this episode, it was that. That ghost was just there. I and know. no one acknowledged him. Yes. Do I have that in my notes? Do you have that in your notes? I don't even have it in my notes because mm. that's how tiny it was. Yeah. I'm going to put it in my notes right now. So major takeaway number two is just how many times people mention the crypt being a safe place. Yeah. That place clearly is not the safest place in Winterfell currently because of the way people kept talking about how safe it is. By the way, I'm looking at your notes right now on these many great moments. There's a moment you're missing. What? I'm going to raise an eyebrow right now for Arya and Gendry. Um, How dare you? Well, there's a comment. Okay. There was a comment. I mean, I mean that's I was I even little drew a little face with an eyebrow raised. That eyebrow raise was dope. Like she's like, yes, it's happening now. I mean, she wanted to experience it before. Take off your pants yourself before she dies. Get I, it, girl. I don't blame her at all. He was all into it. He's yeah, like, hell's yes, this is happening now. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. I I don't have anything else to say. I thought it was cool. Okay. It seems like a necessary thing to do before everyone's going to die. I just love just the way she kept looking at him throughout last episode and this episode. I was like, girlfriend, just do it. Apparently, people were like freaked out by it. Why? I don't know. Because she's not a little girl anymore? I mean... She's a big girl now? I mean, I think that might throw some people off because we have seen her since she was a little kid. Oh, she's not a little kid. She's an adult. She's... And she's a little savage. She yes. could take care of herself. She'll fuck you up. She could have some sex. If Literally. She wants. Yeah. <laughs> let her let her enjoy her womanhood. You know? Yeah. Embrace it. Absolutely. But back to the crypt. Sorry. This it, I wonder if it potentially could be too obvious of a thing. And it's just like they wanted to hit you over the head with it as like the safe place when it's not gonna be a safe place, but then it might be a safe place. Mm-hmm. Like I, they they said it way too many times in this episode for something to not be up. Like there's something has to be up with this, right? And just the fact that everything is said for a reason. Basically, everyone down there is incapable of defending themselves. No, for the most part, Teal is going to take care of it. And I mean, Sam is on record for killing the very first White Walker. So yeah, are they going to give him dragon glass down there? I sure hope so. Okay. I would hope. So. I mean, Sam gave up his sword, which was another great moment. I know. By the way, Tajora. that was great. Gave up his family's sword. Yeah. Which I hope doesn't come and bite him in the ass. But he even said he can't wield it himself. So. What is it? Heart's bane. Heart's bane. Yeah, it was. Uh, he'll be down there with some wep- Well, hopefully with some dragon glass weapons. But yeah, like I'm really nervous for everyone down there. Like that. That just feels like. Baby Sam and Sam are the two, at least one of them has to make it out of this. They can't, they can't kill baby Sam because I think baby Sam's going to be the one to tell the story. story. Yeah. Cause I think, 
I think Sam is documenting everything as we're going. We just don't see him doing it. Right. I have a feeling he's writing all the stories down. Um, but yeah, I could I, I could just see baby Sam being the one who's kind of like, this is what happened. Or Bran, if Bran makes it. He's not going to make it. Stop. Well, I mean, he has been touched by the Night King. He, I didn't realize I, I didn't realize that him being touched by him and the Night King leaving his mark meant he knows where he is at all yeah, times. Right, right, right. He's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. fuck. <laughs> I know. John's like, oh, great. Like, Are you, you kidding me? Right he's now? like, can you can you leave King's Landing then? Know, or can why, you leave Winterfell, please? Here? Can you go like to hang out somewhere else? Like maybe maybe they should just take everybody and just hide Bran and just keep running. Yeah, I don't so. know. Um, what do you think of their overall plan um, to defeat the Night King? What did you think of that? I mean, you know, they have to have a plan, so it makes sense. But what do you think of the plan? I don't know yet. Do you think it's a good idea using Bran as bait? Bait, maybe. Can you shut your phone off? Sorry. While we're busy working, please. Sorry, it's, it's Lady Onana calling. Jeez, so she, unprofessional. <laughs> she, she wanted to say it was me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lady. And Lady Onana is the Night King. <laughs> oh, jeez. Maybe we'll see her back as a white. That's fucked no, up. She's far away right that now. That's fucked she, up. She's I don't in think, High Garden. I don't think that's an dead option. Dead on table. But yeah, I, like, I'm, I'm questioning now, and I've seen a bunch of comments about this, and I think I support the idea is the Night King even going to be there? He's going to be riding the dragon. Why would he show up there if he potentially knows that he's that big of a like liability, potentially? I don't know. I thought it was really interesting that people... There were a handful of comments about people being like, why? He's not going to... Night King's not going to show up. He's going to send his generals to go fight. He might be off to King Landing, King's Landing go do something else. Who I knows? mean, that would be a good plan if I was the Night King. Whoa. Hell no. Stop. Like, you were messing everything up over anything. here. I literally didn't touch Good anything. Good Lord. Well, don't touch anything now. I know. There's a, um, there's a spring issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it's one of those things where if if the Night King knows where Brandon is at all times, right. does that mean he can, like, kind of read his thoughts, too, and understand what's going on? Like, is he going to know that this plan is being set, this trap, essentially? I don't know. I just... <sighs> I'm like, can the Night King warg like Bran can? I don't think. I, we haven't seen it yet, so we don't know. I don't know. That was just one of my thoughts. Like, I don't know. That's yeah. probably like a random theory. I mean, it's one of those things, again, that we don't know because we haven't seen it play out. So I, I, I think it's I think it's a good plan. Um if he shows up and it's that easy to lure him into like if, if and again it's another one of those things where we've all been waiting and wondering what the hell the night king's mission and, and goal is and like brand just kind of spit it out it was like is that really is that really it is that is that the plan he just wants like an endless night like, yeah cuz he just he just wants to eliminate all the memories of everyone previously and then just kill off okay i mean all right that's I mean, why? that's what he wants yeah why is it is it does it go back to the whole idea of the children of the forest and like creating him to defeat man and like his mission is just to eliminate man. all human beings? That's real shitty. That that's scary as hell. It's a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. With a dude who could fly and control a dragon. With blue flames. With blue flames. Nuts. Yikes. So yeah, it's all it's all very interesting. I, I I'm I am very engaged in this season so far, just because I want to. I, I'm so interested to see how it plays out, which I have to imagine everyone else is too. How long is the next episode? Eighty. Is it a long one? Yeah. Oh, thank God. It's eighty. I mean, four eighty-eight minutes or something. Thank God for watching. I apologize for editing because that's gonna suck. Yeah, it'll be two parts because oh, it's okay. so long. I'll be fine. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Two parts. For sure. Like, I think here on out, because they're all going to be 80 plus minutes, mm-hmm. I think they're all going to be, like, there. there's no, there is no way you're going to be able to cut that down into one video and not miss a whole bunch of very important major shit. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, so okay. 
just keep our fingers crossed that it's okay to do two parts and no one gets upset with us. I mean, so far, so good. I mean, episode one, one was two, two parts. parts. We're good. And this one, I I was able to, I had to eliminate some really good stuff, but I thought the one video made the most sense for episode two. So, yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine a basically an hour and a half episode not being cut into two parts. Right. It's just, it feels like it's impossible. Gotcha. So it is now time to read some of your comments and see what y'all had to say about this episode, which is always the most important part, your guys' feedback and our inter- interaction with y'all because we love it. We love reading your comments. We love hearing from you. So up first, we've got Shane McGowan. McGowan, dude. Mac Gowan. Oh my God. Can you feel my eyes rolling? <laughs> Gendry, I think it's time we start seeing other people. Aria pulling out her faces. Who do you want to who do you want to see, boo? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Which chick you wanna be <laughs> yeah. with tonight, yo? Yeah. You don't oh you don't like you, you didn't like me? Well who do you want? You want Cersei? You want Ew, dude, ew. You want Marjorie? Oh, Marjorie. Oh, R.I.P. I don't know if she has a face anymore because she got exploded. She's into bits and pieces. Clean up with a sponge. She got exploded. What does that say? Ratnik. Ratnik. You'll be safe in the crypt. Crypt. Who said? What? First time reading? Yes. Oh, my God. You'll be safe in the crypt was said way too much. The dead are already in the crypt. Thank you. Yes. Can't read for shit. And that is... Probably my biggest fear. Mm-hmm. And he's going to bring all those motherfuckers back. Makes me wonder if that's ultimately what Arya was so terrified of in that trailer. Like, why was she down there, first of all? And why the hell was she horrified? Nothing has scared her. Well, I mean, we talked about this. Uh, like, is are they going to bring headless Ned back? Are they going to bring Liana back? It could be. There's so many people dead in that crypt that they could bring back. Yeah. And one person I saw, I don't think I clipped it, but I think one of the funny comments is like, they're just skeletons. They have no connective tissue. How are they going to work? Thank you. But we've seen it before. As we've seen the whites, you don't need any connective tissue. We've basically, we've seen basically skeletons fighting at least once or twice. Yeah. So I don't know if that matters. I don't know if that matters. Right. (laughs) I don't think so. Yeah. So, Team Laser Shark. Every time Torment opens his mouth, he reminds me why I love him. Sad the milk scene was cut out. Yeah. I'm yeah. Sorry, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Oh. But yeah, his his comedic. Okay, yes. Oh yes. All day. Like Torment, talk to me all day. It's just, it's a much needed laugh. Yeah. In this show, he's the relief. Yeah. So it was spectacular. You want to read this one? I'm gonna try to read it. I'm not gonna guarantee that I can read it. Solid Snake 295. Nice to see Ghost finally out of witness protection. <laughs> Even if it was just standing in the background. No, it's not good enough, damn it. Yeah, it wasn't. He needs to be a part of it. He needs to, like, nuzzle on John or something. I don't know. That mentioned it a minute ago. Don't need to harp on it. But I know. I think it was, like, the biggest letdown so just far. Saying. Just saying. So, I'm not going to try to say this name. Uh, Burdell. Uh, ooh. Razima. Razima. Podrick singing gave me vibes from Lord of the Rings when Mary, it was actually Pippin, uh, sang to. I always, I always, Denethor? yeah, Denethor. I always mess up his name in the throne room during. Were you ever familiar with that, Lord of the Rings, when when Pippin was singing right before they were going into they were charging into battle? Vaguely, I haven't watched. I went back and that watched it in a while. I went back and watched it because I I wanted to hear it again. Yes. Totally. Thank you so much for like. I, I think there were a few comments on that, and that's one of the things that I love about the comments is just the idea that like you bring back things that yeah. might not be in the forefront of my brain. Like I yeah. love Lord of the Rings, but there would never be a moment that I would have kind of connected those two. Okay. Yeah. You know. I'm. I and again, I also really appreciate the comments. You guys give us perspective that we didn't have. Totally, and that that. When I went back and watched that scene, it was it was exactly the same type of tone. Right. You knew people were dying. They were it's going into battle. Somber. It was just a really nice song kind of to set up a really horrific moment. Mm-hmm. And 
good job on on kind of bringing that up because they're also talking about this being episode three being the biggest battle since Helm's Deep, which was an insane battle. And everybody's like, like, oh, next Sunday, Nikki's going to be crushed. Like, why? Why? Why you got to say that? Backyard Devil. I like this one. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. it. I love how Steven likes to destroy Nikki's mood whenever something positive happens. And that was the comment I was referencing because you suck. Boom. (laughs) LOL. How about no? (laughs) That's a funny name. I love that screen name. The (laughs) irony of Robert Baratheon's bastard falling in love with Lyanna Stark's lookalike. It's true. Yeah. And it feels like it's another callback from, from the pilot where... Ned's like, yeah, I've got a son, you got a daughter, let's let's unite our houses. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was different circumstances back then because it was, you know, talking about Joffrey and Sansa. Ugh. And now we've got Arya and Gendry. Mm-hmm. That's a much better couple. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, the son he didn't know about. Right. Exactly. Okay. I wonder if I'll he let could you beca- read this. I wonder if he could become more important than just being a bastard. I hope he could get legitimate, legitimate, the blah, blah, legitimized. Blah, legitimized. There, there you go. go. Yeah, we can work this together. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. My first time talking. Sorry. Hey, same. Earth and air and rain. Man, I wouldn't have gotten that from that screen name. I had to go with my with the mouse and go letter by letter. <laughs> man, oh man, there's a competition, but Gwendolyn Christie wins this episode. 100%. Yes. She, I, I, I hope I put it in the reaction. I don't know if I, I, I might have cut it out on accident, but her smile after she got knighted yeah. was... I, so when great. I yeah I said oh she's smiling like a legit like joy from within she was so happy yes she was, it was such and a she great, deserves it all day it was such a great such a great moment for her Michael Acker Jamie Lannister the quotation or parentheses Night Kingslayer I mean one can only hope could you imagine I want I want Jamie to take his metal hand and shove it. Into the Night King. I and, think that'd be dope. Is that Tormund, made out of Valerian Celio? I doubt it. Ah, oh, damn. And Tormund kind of, in during their little powwow, was like, the what did he call him? The King Killer? Mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you ain't got that right. <laughs> that is he's, so wrong. He's the Kingslayer, but it could have been a nice little foreshadow to be like, is Jamie actually going to kill this dude? Is that where his redemption arc's going to go? Is he going to be the one to win While the day? While killing the Night King, yeah. he dies. Oh. And becomes the Night King. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Whoa. I mean, if he's the one, and I'm sure there's a long list of people who have who have betting odds as to who's going to kill the Night King. Mm -hmm. If he's the one to do it, holy shit, that'd be dope. That would be that would be an insane end to his story. I mean, because you're not expecting that. I wouldn't expect Jamie to kill the Night King. I'm expecting like a dragon, a John. Somebody else. A Brandon. Yeah. It's like Bran. Bran. Third Eye Raven. The Third Eye Raven. I'm going to I'm gonna keep saying it. <laughs> i going to. First time yeah, using the English language, apparently. This is a fun one. Yes. This is great. Ghost Meme Slayer. The next four weeks are going to be the longest four weeks of my life. Mm-hmm. No joke. Mm-hmm. Especially oh. with all these episodes being so long. Yeah. It's going to feel like. The next month is going to be an absolute, like, it's going to feel like a marathon. We're going to be talking about this stuff for the rest of our lives, yo. We could only hope, because I, I would have to imagine everyone is like, I, I don't want this to end. Yeah. There's only four, like, that's such a crazy thing to say. There's only four episodes left in this entire show. But there's eight seasons. I mean, that's a good run. Yeah. It's just, they, they got to stick this landing, though. Yeah, I mean, can ends. he hurry up and finish the books? I I don't think good those are, lord, they're definitely, they, don't even, they don't even know that John's alive. Yeah, I don't spoiler think, alert. <laughs> those are definitely not coming out before the show ends. No, I would have to imagine. No, he's got S- other shit. Samantha Nixon, who else besides me thinks we will see Namaria and her wolf posse show up to fight and kill for Arya and Winterfell? That would be amazing. I would love that. I miss Namaria. She was beautiful. They'll die though. Stop! 
If they're does sh- the Night King kill animals too? Uh, well, I mean, he, he does. The he, dragon. Kill, he kills horses and the dragon. You know what I mean? Like just random animals. A javelin throw. You know what I'm saying, though? Like random an animals. You know I mean? Like wolves and deer and all that stuff that are just in the forest randomly. Does he well, kill all those too? I mean, I don't know. But if Nemeria and her pack shows up, they're not just going to be innocent bystanders. That's true. They're going to be wrecking shit. Bystanders. <laughs> That's what I said. You said bystanders. Oh, whatever. And the corrector. The English English language is not my forte. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mine either. <laughs> but yeah, like they're they're if they're in there for battle, they're not making it out. I'm just saying, like the randoms on the sidelines. Oh, I'm sure. Does he kill those two? Probably. What is what does anything matter to them? It doesn't. I unless mean, like those goal, poor horses that he's. I mean, unless he's got their those goal is to, white walkers on. to just eliminate. Maybe I mean. I guess the horses never did anything to them. It's true. So who knows? I don't. I don't the again, innocence. We still don't have a whole ton of detail about what his in, intentions are. Or what his what he does. I mean, does. that could be like a whole show in itself, like Game of Thrones, The Night King. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what the prequels are going to focus on. The series that's coming out. I think. Yeah. I think he's going to be a focus of that. I want to say, but I'm not sure if it goes that far back. I'm pretty sure it does. I think that's the plan. Yeah. So. Angela is a Garand. Gerand. I think we need a how many times did Nikki get hit in the feels counter? A lot. A lot. Okay, if somebody can please count that, that would be great. <laughs> Go back I and watch not, the episode. I might not have included all of them in the reaction because they're a you lot. Suck. You suck. You gotta go check out the extended. So Cyrus the virus. We finally know what Pod did to those girls. Do we though? He sang them. He sang to them. Oh, shit, please. (laughs) So let me get this straight. Pod could sing. He can now fight. And apparently he has some amazing technique to pleasure women. Apparently it's a kickstand. What what can't he do? (laughs) It's It's a third leg. I heard it was something else. But we don't I don't think we know. I don't think did, we he, have... did he do what John did to Egret? Maybe. And gave her a big old kiss down there? Who knows? But... Whoa! This podcast is getting interesting. Oh, well, they make it interesting. Yeah. But yeah, like what can't he do at this point? I don't know. Pod's like the man. He is now. He can fight, yo. Yeah. He, he was all like teaching people shit. I know. Brienne's Brienne sitting over there looking like a proud mama. I know. He's, like, he's oh, all right. Yeah, he's all right. He's okay. Can you read this one or is it too small? It's kind of small. Nate M. Interesting note. When the little girl and Davos were speaking, this speaking the song in the background playing was a song Shireen sang back in season three. As always, great video. Love the reactions. Thank you for sharing. Thanks, Thank Nate. Thank you. Yeah. Again, going back to that scene, that was sad. That was. Because like anytime we, anytime we have any reference or memory or anything brought up of Shireen, it's just like, ooh. It's a little stab. That was a rough, rough episode. I, I, I don't like it. Rough. And I like, lost it for that one. Just, uh, just, and, and Davos, like he, when it comes to like, I, I, I've said this many times, like when it comes to like the non top tier main characters, like mm-hmm. he might be my favorite one. Oh, 100%. I mean, like we have a little Davos Funko Pop. Thank you subscribers. Yes. Um, I think that's one of my fees. He's such a good dude. No one says Jon Snow better than him. Jon Snow. Oh my god. I don't think I did that once last episode. You didn't. Jon Snow. I roll. Jon Snow. I roll. You know, you don't have a pop filter on. Sorry, everyone. Jon Snow. Dude, all you headphones. Jon Snow. Stop, dude. Oh my god. Jon Snow. Sorry. We're going to cut to a commercial break right now. <laughs> James Sun. Steve is emotionally ready. Nikki is about to get wrecked next Sunday. That just sounds bad on other levels since we were talking about other things. No, I am not. Yes, I am. No, I'm not. Yes, are, I am. You are not ready. I mean, See, I don't want to cry. Don't make me cry. But if, I mean, I feel like it's going to happen. I am a really good planner for negative. 
I always... He's per- negative, though. He's a negative Nancy. Sorry about everybody named Nancy. He's just negative all day. He's got a one-way ticket to negative town. Jon Snow. I, I'm just really if good you at watching this video. I'm a, oh my God. I'm a realist. I am a realist. I see the bad. I prepare for the worst. And if, if something good happens, then it makes me even more happy. I try to be positive and he makes me negative. You try to be positive and then a whole bunch of people die and then you become an emotional nightmare. <gasps> nightmare? I'm offended. You fall, um, you, you fall apart when all this bad stuff happens while we're watching the After the, the show. episode is over, I'm okay. For, for the most part. Except for when John died. I did laps around the house. That, that, was, that episode of John dying, I was like, fuck this shit. I'm out. I'm was, out. You threw your book at me. I did. <laughs> you deserved was, it. Too. That was rough. You deserved it. I I did not kill John. No, but all your fucking John Snow's things. I didn't kill him, though. Anyways. Go I ahead. Fuck Ollie. Please continue. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on Ollie. That's the one child I don't like. The Empire. Wait, what? I never had in my mind the possibility of Reek and Lady Bolton ending together. Ramsey would be proud. Fuck Ramsey, dude. Fuck Ramsey. What a Sideways. Com- what a comment, though. Reek and Lady 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 Bolton. Why you gotta bring up old stuff? Don't yeah. be bringing that shit up. That was some bad stuff. But that's again, that's not anything that would have ever crossed my mind. Mm-mm. Reek and Lady Bolton. No. No. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, I kind of want to know. I don't want to know, but I want to know what he did to her. Mm. But I don't want to know, but I kind of want to know. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's... You're picking up what I'm putting down? Sometimes. <laughs> That's tough. Anyways. Go Continue, please. Go for it. I can't read it. It's too small. Uh... I, I don't have my glasses on. I can't do math. Oh, thank you. Oh, can you turn the computer a little bit? Thank you so much. Is that Xyle... Katie, mm-hmm. exile Katie, people should give Danny a break. She has spent like seven years fighting for what's hers because she thought she was the only heir. And now she has just found out that John is the rightful heir. So yeah, she has the right to react the way she... But she always needs time to process the news she also for her to make the best process. decision. Um, that one, there's a little jumbled at the bottom there. Yeah, she needs time to process the news. I get yeah, it. I, I get that. I agree. I agree. I, again, it goes back to kind of what we talked about at the beginning. Just her level of of just her defense being put up. And the fact that her and Sansa had that conversation. She brought up the idea of like... The afterwards. Like who's the one who got manipulated kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's tricky. I see both sides of it. I absolutely do. Because I don't know how I would have reacted in that situation. I don't... It, if she truly loves John, like she said, which I felt like was kind of like another one of those moments that just kind of like blew past us. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I love your brother. Like, if that's true, wouldn't she have kind of a better understanding of him as a person? I, also, the fact that like it's not like he, he lied about found who she, out. right. It's not like he's lying about who he is. Right. He didn't know. So it, it's just one of those things but, where, and then I also see the your friend and your brother. Are trying to get rid of me or something. Totally, totally see both sides. Mm-hmm. Totally get it. Last comment from Evester Falls. Right? Everest Falls. Everest Falls. Wow, dude. It's the long comments. The font is little. <laughs> I apparently need glasses or something. Same. When season seven, season seven, when season eight started, I so wanted the battle to start immediately, but now it is near. I'm having second thoughts because I know that a lot of characters that I've grown to love will probably die. There's no probably. A lot of them are going to die. And I know, I know a lot of people can probably have a level of impatience in terms of just getting to it. Well, because you want to know the outcome already. You right. want to know who's going to be left over so that I know who I can root for and who I cannot. But at the same time, isn't all of this going to be even more emotional after seeing all these reunions and all of these like moments that people have had together? Well, what the fuck are these other episodes going to be? Well, this is going to be the battle, which will leave us with three. 
But do you think the battle is going to be two episodes or just one? No, it'll be it'll be the whole episode. Okay. It'll be I, I imagine it'll be just like Battle of Blackwater, where basically the whole episode was the battle. Do you think this is going to be another one shot deal? I'm sure they'll be in there. Oh, that'd be so awesome. And the way they film their battles are absolutely amazing, and this is the best one that they said. Okay. So I fully anticipate this to be just pure insanity. Yeah, but I mean, I get, I get, I I feel the same way. Like, you want to see it, but you don't want to see it. You want to know who's left, but you don't want to know who's left. You just kind of just want to be in limbo for a while. Yeah, and again, like, I'm all about the emotional impact on this stuff. If it just started with the battle... And we never saw Brienne and Jamie in that moment. We never saw John and Arya in that moment, or Tyrion and Sansa, or Ari and Gendry. Like, if we never saw any of this play out, it would just be, you know, it wouldn't be as the impact emotionally wouldn't be as hard. Like when 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 Brienne dies protecting Jamie, don't, don't. How much more is that going to hurt knowing what just what happened in the last episode? You know. You think that's what's going to happen? Potentially, they're going to be on the battlefield together. Jamie's going to be in trouble because he can't fight anymore. Go back to that comment. Every single time Nikki gets yeah. excited about something. See? But, <laughs> but it's like one of those moments where it, it totally makes sense that they're going to be on the battlefield together. Jamie, his turn has come full full circle within Brienne's eyes. Mm-hmm. Jamie might be, appear to be in trouble. Brienne's going to save him. She's going to die. That's kind of how I see that playing out. And if we never saw the knighting moment, that would diminish... Something like that. Okay. I, I'm all about emotional impact, which is why I want I, I want the majority of the people to die. Like it, it's what I personally want because I'm so invested in all these characters so that want I want the most die. painful thing to happen. Fuck. You're a horrible person. It's just more interesting. You're it's just a horrible really, person. It's just really more interesting. Oh my god. So anyways. Any final thoughts on, on the last episode? No. Because that was the last comment. No. All right. I'm donezo, yo. Okay. So, episode four, Sticker Podcast. We're already on four. That's nuts. It's over. I got to go pick up kids. The next one is five. Wow. Again, so much for taking things slowly, right? It's it's a weekly thing now. It's a weekly thing. We found a way to manage it into our schedule. I don't know how summer is going to come with kids out of school and hanging out in the house. Nighttime. Oh, Jesus. The nighttime pod. (laughs) So, yes, as always, thank you all very much for watching. If you are watching or listening on YouTube, leave some comments down below. Let us know what your thoughts are. As the episode has kind of sunk in and, you know, as it's let you kind of let it settle in and see how your thoughts have evolved, changed, are they the same? Let us know in the comments down below. And if you're listening to this on any of the thousand different platforms that podcasts are distributed to hit us up on social media nikki steve react instagram and twitter and yeah we will catch you guys later have a good one that was fun another good podcast in the wraps totes have a good one y'all see you later bye bye